the upper branches of the Congo River lived an ancient and aristocratic family of hippopotamuses, which boast a pedigree dating back beyond the days of Noah, beyond the existence of mankind, far into the dim ages where the world was new. They had always lived upon the banks of this same river, so that every curve and sweep of its water, every pit and shallow of its bed, Every rock and stump and wallow upon its bank was as familiar to them as their own mothers, and they are living there yet, I suppose. Not long ago the queen of this tribe of hippopotamuses had a child which she named Keo, because he was so fat and round. Still, that you may not be misled, I will say that in the hippopotamus language Keo properly translated means fat and lazy instead of fat and round. However, No one called the queen's attention to this error, because her tasks were monstrous long and sharp, and she thought Kyo the sweetest baby in the world. He was indeed all right for a hippopotamus. He rolled and played in the soft mud on the riverbank, and waddled inland to nibble the leaves of the wild cabbage that grew there, and was happy and contented from morning till night and he was the jolliest hippopotamus that ancient family had ever known. His little red eyes were forever twinkling with fun, and laughed his merry laugh on all occasions, whether there was anything to laugh at or not. Therefore the people who dwelt in that region called him Ippy, the Jolly One, although they dared not come anigh him on account of his fierce mother, and his equally fierce uncles and aunts and cousins who lived in a vast colony upon the river bank. And while these people who lived in the little villages scattered among the trees dared not openly attack the royal family of hippopotamuses, they were amazingly fond of eating hippopotamus meat whenever they could get it. This was no secret to the hippopotamuses. And again when the people managed to catch these animals alive, they had a trick of riding them through the jungles as if they were horses, thus reducing them to a condition of slavery. Therefore, having these things in mind, Whenever the tribe of hippopotamuses smelled the oily odor of the people, they were accustomed to charge upon them furiously, and if by chance they overtook one of the enemy, they would rip him with their sharp tusks and stamp him into the earth with their huge feet. It was continual warfare between the hippopotamuses and the people. Gui lived in one of the little villages of the people. He was the son of the chief's brother and grandson of the village sorcerer the latter being an aged man known as the Boneless Wonder, because he could twist himself into as many coils as a serpent, and had no bones to hinder his bending the flesh into any position. This made him walk in a wobbly fashion. But the people had a great respect for him. Gui's heart was made of branches and trees stuck together with mud, and his clothing consisted of a grass mat tied around his middle but his relationship to the chief and the sorcerer gave him a certain dignity, and he was much addicted to solitary.